You are listening to Comic Talk 616, a podcast on all things nerdy. We can be found on Anchor FM or anywhere you choose to listen to your podcasts. Also, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and our website, comictalk616.weebly.com. Say that don't 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 yeah don't show that to people. <laughs> the only touchdown the Chiefs had in Tampa and it's the Chiefs played landing. Oh my god! <laughs> didn't they get one? No, no, they didn't get they a touchdown. Get they got a couple. Touchdown. They got three. Was field it goals. three field goals? That's funny. <laughs> oh no! Oh, the, the haters are. Mahomes is going to go home and cry in his huge pillow. Yeah, and all his millions of dollars will only console him a little bit. <laughs> right. Oh, no. Yeah, the, the haters are already coming out saying that, uh, you know, they, Tom Brady cheated again and, you know, all that. Why do people assume that Tom Brady is this horrible, conniving mastermind who literally cheats every game? Because he cheated before? Really? Not every game. Yeah, but they, once you get accused of cheating once, it's kind of, like, hard to trust you ever again. Yeah. yeah, but that's stupid. Like, if you... Like, yeah. like I cheated in this games time Like, if you do that in Vegas, cheated. they don't let you back in the city. Like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna quit No. I'm gonna drive while we record. That's why I turned the sound down. <laughs> yep, this guy's going to jail. Florida man streaks across. Oh, uh, yeah, the guy uh, they ran on the... Like, yeah. what? Even if you got away and got out of the stadium, they're going to figure out that it's you because they only left, like, 7,000 people in the stadium. 22,000. Oh, was it 22? Yeah. Yeah, but you're the only but naked still. one. Correct. It's going to narrow it down real quick. He quickly. did have some clothes on. Yeah, he wasn't naked. Unless no. that was just paint. <laughs> He painted yeah. his lower half pink. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it is Florida. He ran through a crowd. He ran through a crowded event naked. I don't put it past it. Well, he's he's not got something painted on himself. He's wearing like a onesie. Yeah, was, that's what like I'm saying. He's wearing clothes. With shorts over it. What the heck? People do anything to get noticed. It's ridiculous. Yep. I saw it. I've seen, like, multiple videos of people, like, running onto runways at, like, fashion shows, wearing, like, ugly clothes and pretending to be a model. And the models, like, beat them up <laughs> to get them off stage. That's hilarious. Like, the skinny, like, Norwegian girls are, like, <laughs> t- like tackling down these, like... Anyway. Anywho. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. What was are we gonna, like, talk about I'm trying to figure out where to start, honestly. Do we have a topic? No. The yeah, topic of is... course we have a topic. What's, what's the topic this week? I don't know, but... Are... Welcome to Comic Talk 616. 
Welcome to Film Dark 616. We are here yeah. uh, post-Super Bowl, so we're a little discombobulated. We apologize. Uh, usually we get... Discombobulated. Discombobulated. Yeah. Discombobulated. I'm sure it was one of those. Um, Anyways, we are that thing. Um, So, so I do apologize if we're a little out of sorts. Uh, But this is Comic Talk 616, a nerdy podcast where we talk about comics, movies, TV shows now. Huh? Video games. Video games and all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, today we are at, not at a good main topic point right now, but... What if we talk we'll about our predictions for the new Marvel phase? Well, if we do that, we're going to have to spoil WandaVision, because... <laughs> well, I think we want to wait till. Uh, do we, though? Do we? It'll I don't be know. out Thursday. If people haven't seen it by then, they're slackers. I think we were going to wait to do a full review, but we may have we to were, spoil but it. This is a very yeah. You watch. You know it, what? Right? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, I think what we're going to do is we're going to do some spoilers for WandaVision, uh, episode five for sure. Um, episode five. Four. Sorry. It's four. It's, nope. It's five. It's five. Okay, I was right. Yeah, oh, five. I was right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, because they released two the first. Yeah, that's, that's why. So we're going to do some spoilers for our, during our main topic. We are going to talk about our thoughts for the future of the Marvel universe, the Marvel Cinematic and TV universe. They did some really cool stuff. So I think we are going to talk about that. It's we almost can't not because it's insane what they're doing. It's big deal stuff. So if you haven't watched that, I would highly suggest watching it, or at least. Uh, if you don't care about the show, maybe just see what the cool big thing was. Look it up yourself. I don't want to spoil it for those who do want to watch it. So, we'll start in first with different uh, nerdy news, then we'll jump right into that. Okay. Um, um, congratulations to Tampa Bay on the Super Bowl win. That's not nerdy or anything. How dare you talk about Don Dirty? Yay, sports ball. Yay, sports ball. No. <laughs> that was good. I'm probably the only Tampa Bay fan within like 30 miles of here. You actually might be. I'm not sure. Um, I'll be a Tampa Bay fan just because they were playing against the Chiefs. Okay. There were some more. Well, I can't be a about Chiefs 50 fan. miles, so, you know, there's two of us. You're an anti-Chiefs I got this. Disapp- yeah, because I'm a Broncos fan. I can't be a Chiefs fan if I'm a Broncos no, I'm fan. Just, well, you can't. Okay, not, so, welcome to the podcast. We forgot to introduce ourselves. So, I'm Matt. Oh, yeah. I'm Steve. <laughs> I'm Dave. I totally forgot. I'm Annalise. Sorry, I had to match the picture of everyone else. Oh, good. <laughs> nice deep voices. Good, Um, did you guys end up seeing the different trailers during the Super Bowl? We'll talk about that right away. Uh, I saw one trailer. Okay. Yeah, that's the only one that I saw was I didn't uh, see for many. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Was there one? No, no, that was before. There was an ad, though, that suspiciously seemed like a Fantastic Four ad. It kind of did, yeah. And I don't know if it was a real ad or a Fantastic Four ad. That is... I must have missed that. I don't remember what it what it was called to look it up. Okay. Look up notable Super Bowl ads, twenty twenty one. Uh, 
thing I don't want to talk about. I honestly wasn't really paying attention this year to the Super Bowl at all. Not that I do regularly, it's just we kind of didn't plan anything. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, basically, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. They did have a Falcon and Winter Soldier ad. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that looks really really good. Um, for the little bit we did see, because it's almost like they're, it's almost like they're making their non like their shows into almost non mainline movies. Like some of this stuff has been like video quality just as good as the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like Marvel does a good job of that. Anyway. It's because they have a good. Um, budget. Well, yeah. so I'll say, like, some of the first yeah. stuff, some of the stuff in, like, the first couple seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. wasn't quite there, where you can mm-hmm. tell it's, you know, very TV show-esque. Well, that was, like, early Marvel TV yeah. show era. Right, it's, that's true. It still had... It had, it had good, no, it had good quality. Movie. Yeah. But there were some points where you could definitely tell it kind of felt a little different, like a TV show, kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was... An, Shot quite as good, or stuff wasn't quite the same. For the most part, it was mostly the same, but there were a few parts where you're like, okay, this is very... This very much couldn't be its own movie. Like, it probably wouldn't make it as a movie. Where it's great as a show, so... The new stuff is looking a lot like a movie quality, just broken up into several small parts. Um, Let's see. They... I got really disappointed because I heard that Netflix was making a Pacific Rim show, and I thought it'd be good, but it looks a lot like that Godzilla thing they put out. It wasn't very good. Mm. The animation style really saddened me. There's so, a cer- so are they going to have to change the name of Gypsy Danger because saying Gypsy is racist? That is a good question. <laughs> there was this prank. A couple weeks ago, where people were saying that Geronimo is like a slur to confuse people. It was a prank. Oh. They weren't just like okay. deciding one day that Geronimo is now a slur. They were like, you can't. like there was a song that from like the early 2000s that said that. And people were like singing it and they're like, you can't say that, it's a slur. <laughs> and like tricking people. Anyway, I don't know what reminds me of that. Uh, the fact that you probably don't want to be calling a, yeah, because people are finding that as as a slur now, which I guess I understand. No, it was a derogatory term for quite a while. It was a derogatory term at one point, but at this point, like, it's almost circled around where it's just a name, like, it's just a... Unless you're directly referring to... Yeah, but um, I don't know. It well, feels like it's an insult that. I got oh yeah. yeah. It kind of feels like an insult that's not even like really an powerful insult. anymore. Yeah, it doesn't have a lot of significance anymore. Not no. as an insult. Not really. Okay. Right, anyway. Anyway. Anywho. Anyway, uh... Why are you playing as... Your sisters were. Um... 
We are jumping over all over the place, so I'll jump all over the place a little bit. I do. Yeah, no, no, I'm not sad about that. Well, apparently the Suicide Squad movie is finished. Uh, no, James Gunn so basically came out and praised WB for not interfering with his movie. <laughs> so, like, you know that they got most of what they wanted. <clears throat> um, I don't know, because a lot of stuff, like, there's a lot of big stuff where, like, they had a, I think they had a teaser during the Super Bowl for the Justice League trailer. So a teaser for the trailer for a movie that's already been out that they're remaking. It's kind of a crazy... I never stuff. saw the first one, and I don't intend to. I, after hearing how bad it was, not good. It was. I I wasn't a fan. Some people were. Um, the only people I've heard that were are like middle schooler fake Harley Quinn fans. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I don't. I can't. I don't like the way that character is now. <laughs> I just really yeah. don't. Uh, anyway, yeah, so they finished Suicide Squad movie. It looks like it's going to be really, really good. Um, it's going to be just chaos, which... Really good in comparison to other DC films? Really or... good in comparison to the other Suicide Squad movie. Oh, okay. Which had... Well, so the, bar. <laughs> the bar is really low. There were good moments in the other movie, but there weren't... Like, the whole thing it did not work good. together. Like the bottom rung on a window ladder? Kind of, yeah. Like, there were some cool clips... <laughs> Like, there was that, that, that thing where Will Smith shot all the bullets at the targets was pretty cool. Wait, Will Smith was in it? Yeah. He's playing Deadshot. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. Will Smith and the 15 seconds of Batman were the good, the high points of that part. I like Margot Robbie. I, think... I just haven't seen her as I don't. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not necessarily her. Like she is great. perfect for this ver. She's doing great with this version. I don't like this version of Harley Quinn at yeah. all. Uh, it's just say random thing, and say in a really squeaky voice. So. Yeah. Not a fan. That's unfortunate. It is. Well, it is. But I think they're. They have enough like different cast members to offset. Anything I might not like about this newer one. So we'll see how they do. Because it is like... It is basically making fun of a bunch of villains. Yeah. Um, speaking of stuff that... stuff Like weird stuff that surprisingly gets a movie. Um, there's supposed to be a... Mattel, or Mattel Films is developing a live-action heist comedy movie based on the game Uno, starring R- Little Yachty, what? the rapper. Little Yachty? Yes. Who's that? A rapper? <laughs> like a rapper. I, I, uh, I think he, was he on SoundCloud? He was on SoundCloud, right? <laughs> yeah, he started on started SoundCloud. Out, yeah, he's one of the guys that started that on tracks. SoundCloud. What's one of his, I'll look up some of his songs. I can't think of any of his right not that I'm, like, a frequent listener of Little Yachty. Right. Well, the thing is, it's really funny when people talk about, like, what their connection is to a franchise. But Uno is a game with cards. So, they're, he's like, I played Uno as a kid. It's like, yeah, a lot of people did. I don't think that uniquely qualifies you for the Uno movie. Like, 
You don't have to be an Uno expert. It's really easy. The game system is not hard. <laughs> but it's funny, like, because, like, you see like people like your little guy going, like, oh, you know, I played a lot of Uno as a kid, and I really had a passionate love for the game Uno. It's like, mm, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, you're racing against other people. Oh, okay. Um... There's also a report that there's a good possibility that the Inhumans are going to get rebooted for the MCU. And they're going to be part of the Fantastic Four series of um, movies and TV. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So they're actually going to talk about more about like how the relationship between the Fantastic Four and the Inhumans, which was... I think that's originally who how they came into the... Marvel Universe was they were they were like it, the I think the Fantastic Four showed up on their world as the as the stuff was happening like all the betrayal and such oh, okay okay I don't know much about the Inhumans outside of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. okay well I mean so they're supposed to be like the basically the separate planet where they have like characters that only showed up in that one MCU show that really wasn't that bad, but was not uh, was not worth what they were trying to do with it. They basically pumped too much money into this series, and the idea was that they were going to have it show at IMAX every week. And uh, That's the project what they were going with it. The, yeah, they were originally. So the project yeah. failed miserably. Like they, so they basically just spent a lot of money on this television series that. Was, it was good. It just wasn't that good. <laughs> so, the fact that they might end up rebooting it, though, and, like, actually bringing some of those characters in is really cool because it fills out the universe a little bit better. Yeah. It definitely gives it a bigger feel, so uh, I do hope we get, like, Black Bolt and Medusa, at least. Medusa? Yeah, she on that, uh, yes. that Inhumans TV show, I she watched, like, two episodes of it. Huh? It's actually not hair powered. Wait, is she in the first X-Men movie? No. Is she in any of the X-Men movies? No. no. Wolverine? Because she's not a... She's an inhuman. She's not a mutant. Oh. Is she in anything Marvel yet? Not yet. Like movies? No. TV? Oh, okay. The Inhumans. Who? She was in the Inhumans too. Who was the character in the first Wolverine movie then? The first one? Oh, that's Jean Grey. She doesn't have... She just has... Huh? The one that wore a bunch of green? Yeah. I think oh, no, she's no, thinking of the Wolverine. That's probably Oh, the Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. No, like, um, she has really, really long hair, and it's sentient, like, grab stuff. So she literally fights people with her hair. That's kind of stupid. Until you shave it, her head. It's kind of it stupid. It would be way cooler okay, if she... Rapunzel fights It's one of those... Yeah. So it's yeah, one but of... her hair isn't sentient. It doesn't... It's one of those characters that has that power, but it's not really the core focus. Mm-hmm. She's actually like a really strong leader. She like killed people by turning them to stone. Well, her husband can't talk because every time he like when he speaks, he just destroys anything in front of him. Like if he says any words at all. So he's, he's like, yeah, he's one of the most powerful characters in the MCU. Like if they are, he will be the most powerful character in the MCU if they, yeah. Like, That's crazy. Wait, what? He can't speak? Can he use sign yeah. language? Yeah, he uses sign language to talk. 
And oh my gosh, that's crazy. Um, but like if he whispers, like, it's just, if he whispers, it causes like earthquakes. Didn't he kill his parents? Yeah, I think he actually killed his parents by. That would be the perfect opportunity. Well, what? To, like, how did it? How did they have him do it? I can't remember. Well, in the in the show, in the in show, that one he, episode, he like whispered to his parents. Yeah, and it just literally or did kill him. Yeah, it didn't I really show. Think that happens in the or at least a couple runs of the comics. Um, they change history every once in a while, but I think there was something that caused him to. It's something caused him to speak to his parents, basically, in most of the versions. Um, I I like these characters because they're they're weird. Like their power sets are super weird, so they actually have to like you have to think about how to use them instead of like. So Hulk's great, but his power set is Hulk gets strong and hit things. <laughs> like that's his solution. With like the Inhumans, they have to find out solu- find solutions that like are super unconventional because their power sets tend to not lead to like normal <laughs> solutions. Um, they also have a giant, like just like huge space dog. It's about three, like yeah, three times the size cool. of a person, and it tele- and he can teleport anywhere. Yeah, and he can teleport other people with him. <laughs> nice. I, think, I don't remember that dog's name. Yeah, he gets low Lojack. Lojack. Yeah. It's a weird dog with, and he has the same like thing as the black bolt guy. He has this little like antenna thing. You almost lapped that some of them. I lapped one of them, and almost two I, more. <laughs> yeah. So I'd be, I'll be, I'll be super excited if they bring the Inhumans to the MCU because they're cool, they're weird, they're different, and they definitely bring a pretty big. Wait, what's the difference between Inhuman and mutant? Mutants turn into no. Mutants have the X gene, and humans were got their power from an alien artifact. Artifact. Uh, the if the alien artifact is applied to mutants, they die. Yeah. Wait, but then why is a Scarlet Witch inhuman? Scarlet Witch is is technically a mutant. That's what I'm saying. Why isn't she inhuman? Why is she inhuman? Because she she gave her a different cup. She wasn't given her powers from an alien. The rock is an alien artifact. It's from space. Um, It's a foreign artifact. It's not the same one. The... Terra, so Terrigen. They're called Terrigen crystals. Um, they do this, like they have this thing called Terrigenesis when they, uh, when they um, basically get encased in like what seems to be like a rock-like substance, and then in a few days it like breaks open and they come out with superpowers, or they die. So what do we? Yeah, fifty-fifty chance, really. So what? It, uh, let's see. What else? Our predictions for what the is, next phase of Marvel. We'll 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 get to that in a second. Uh, I'm not there. I'm just trying. I'm jumping around what we got confirmed so far, and then we'll jump into that because that's gonna lead to some spoiler talk for sure. Yeah. So we're gonna want that at the end. Yeah. Um. Uh, let's talk about. Oh, 
Uh, apparently, James Gunn is finished writing the, for writing the script for Guardians of the Galaxy three. Nice. Um, apparently, he said he it, he said he cried a lot while writing it. Good. Which sounds like it's going to be a cool like it might have a lot of emotional stuff uh, moments. I, I saw I didn't read the article, but like the I saw that tagline it says uh, James Gunn said he cried a lot during the, the yeah. writing of it, but it showed a picture of Baby Groot. Oh, I'm sure. And all of the comments were like, um, like against James Gunn if he kills Baby Groot. I feel like you, yeah. I don't think he would. That doesn't make sense. I mean, Groot's up to Groot's almost should be back to adult pretty quick. Yeah. I think. Hopefully. Yeah, doesn't he age much? Um, kind of. It's a weird species. It's another weird thing for Marvel, like the because they can regenerate from a twig, but it takes a long time. Then how come he aged from like baby to teen? Oh no, he ages quicker. With like his, I think he ages quicker his next time around, like. So I think he ages slow, like normal, the first time, and then he gets it gets faster every time he has to go back to being a twig. Oh, that's weird. There's also a part of a like a, a race that's actually like they're actually no, they're not unintelligent. They're actually more intelligent than everybody else. But they just don't. But all they no all the all the other sentient races here is I am Groot. But if oh, you're smart enough. So intelligent, they- if you're smart enough, you actually hear what they're saying. Oh, so if you see, wait, like, when... So Rocket is Rocket, just a genius? Yeah. That's funny. Like, Rocket's just a... Yeah, Rocket's just a genius and can understand what he's saying. Wait, then how come Doctor Strange can't understand what he's saying? Because it's not a high enough life form. It's... <laughs> like, humans can't hear what he's saying. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Means we're not as cool as the tree people. Well, I feel or like raccoons, apparently. Really smart. He's smart, but it's in a very specific skill set. But isn't Rocket, like, actually a raccoon that got, like... Yes. Then how come he's smart enough, but Doctor Strange isn't? They're saying raccoons are smarter than humans. Rocket's got or a... at least Rocket is. Rocket was, like, super enhanced, so he's actually supposed yeah. to be... Incredibly intelligent. He's way more intelligent than... Like, when he, when he, has, gu- like, when he has guns that he pulls out... The he like built all those. Oh. The like in the comics he built his own. Builds they don't them all. say anything about that. They really need to. But yeah, he's supposed to like have built <laughs> I all feel those. Like they did need to. It's about the only way yeah. to get the cops to chase you. Because that explains a lot when yeah. you know that people oh, understand so. Groot because they're smart Busted. enough to. Right. Not because Groot is dumb. Like that explains his character. It does. Entirely. I think it. No, I think it definitely helps. <laughs> Oh, you didn't even gain any reputation from that. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm really curious what they're going to do with this, because it started, like, Guardians really started out, ser- like, really silly, but then got to a point where you're actually invested in the character, so. Mm. And I'm curious, like, how they're going to handle Gamora, because she's not coming back. Yeah. Yeah, she, she's not the, the same Gamora from the... Yeah. Well, no, it's not the same one. The original one isn't coming back. No. Just like the uh, the Loki we saw at the end of Ragnarok. Yeah, no, he's... He's gone. He's gone. So people shouldn't expect that Loki to show up in the Loki TV show. Well, so Loki's well, always been... 
Loki's always been selfishly villainous. Like, so, like, he's villainous, but he wants to be the villain that's taking over stuff. If other people do, he'll totally join the heroes. Mm-hmm. Or, like, he actually doesn't want... He Like, at the end of the day, he doesn't want... Um, he doesn't want Valhalla destroyed. Like, Valhalla or any of the realms destroyed, he really does want to save some. He just wants to be some. in charge of it. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I feel like his well, motives are all, like, self-absorbed, well, but that can also sometimes be for the good guys. I know, so, I know that, yeah, like I said, I've said this before, and it's a dumb, it's a kind of a dumb uh, classification, but I feel like Loki's an anti-villain. Yeah. Like, where he's a villain, but he's not, he's usually opposing other villains, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like a gang member. Yeah, he's sort of. Good, he, He's the gang leader. He's kind of like a mobster a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But So he fights other gangs, and some of the gangs are good. Like, he fights police officers, but he also fights the bad guys, too. It's like in the... It's like in um, in World War II, there was a lot of... Apparently, behind the scenes, there was a lot of, like, the American mafia was, like, helping with the war effort. That's awesome. In the same way. Um, yeah. Makes sense. Kind of in the same way. That's how Loki is. And probably will be in this new show. Um, he will do good things if they benefit him somehow. Yeah. Like, he doesn't want the world destroyed. He just wants a few people removed. And he wants to be in charge of the rest yeah, of them. Set mm-hmm. world. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of, like I said, I'm jumping all around a little bit. Did you guys see the, uh, the Resident Evil Village teaser? The game thing? No. Okay. Um, Do we need to pull it up? We can. And no, it was. uh, It's been. They had. They dropped the teaser as a. The teaser is a. um, A teaser game, Mm. so we can pull footage from it. But it was like a teaser levels, basically. Mm. Um, and it showed this character that's this like super tall, well dressed lady. That's apparently some kind of vampire. So this. So the the playable trailer is this, like, walkthrough area, and at the end, you get to her, and she picks up your character, and you're like, oh, look, it's a big lady! And then she, like, does this with her hands, like, claws come out, and she swipes at you, trailer ends. Is that that, uh, the Resident Evil vampire yeah. lady that everybody's talking about? Yes, now? it is. Oh. That's from their village. I jumped into the conversation Desert. at random times, and no. you say exactly what the other person just said. No, it's okay. It's so funny. No, no, he was wondering about the... Because they, cause they've been talking about it a lot online. There's been a lot of views. Is that remote? Oh. Yeah. You're closer to it. I can't get rid of it. Shields. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's some insane-looking stuff that they're doing with the newer games, where it's... um. It's moving a little bit, like, there's still some action-oriented stuff, but it's moving a lot towards the, like, crazy horror elements. Um, like, the latest one was scary. Like, genuinely, there was terrifying moments. The one before that was a little more action-y. Resident Evil should scare you every time you go around the corner. Well, yeah. At a certain point, it's getting a little action-y where it's, like, it's not really scary. It's like, oh, look at that. That's crazy. Yeah. But it like, got to be the point where it was a shooter game. 
Yeah, it's a horror-themed shooter, but it's more of a shooter. Or more of an action game. Possibly, right? Is this the trailer? I think this might be it. I think this might be the trailer for it. But they actually released the 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 playable trailer. This is the story trailer? Yeah, they released the playable teaser thing as well. But this will kind of show it off a little. Yeah, so... It That's looks like cool. they're going with some new story, too, where they're not really... Um, they're not really zombies, but they're well, something else. Yeah, but they're also... They, oh, are we... Yeah. I'm looking for the... That's fine. I'm trying to find the... The gameplay reveal. Um, look, uh, look up, like, teaser end. But, yeah, that's... I mean, that's the core story is like this castle with something else going on in the background mm-hmm. so the last one was this like family in the bayou mm. and they were all monsters that mm. couldn't die and it was rough there was a point where there's a fight in a garage where you're trying to run from this guy there's like different options on what you can do. Basically, you have to incapacitate him, but you never kill him until like almost the end of the game. Oh. So he's chasing you through a large majority of the game. See, that stuff scares me, but like real life, like crime and like murder, I'm just like, huh, interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I got the opposite. I mean, I I find this I I get I do get like jump scared, but I'm not like actually terrified. I do, but I do get that. Yeah. Like that tension feeling in. If you jump scare me, I will. I'm a sucker for it every time. I know. Shut up. Remember the VR game, Shut up. No, this guy. This guy. Every time. And I fall for him every no, stupid remember time. When, remember the, game, the video game con that we went to that was here in town? Yeah. And we played that. Like, yeah, and I jump for it every time. I know. I do. I do it at movies, too. I do it in non-horror movies even when there's like a jump scare thing where there's like tension and then they show a cat. They <laughs> show a cat. Uh-huh. Yeah, when I watched which movie was it the first Jurassic Park movie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I didn't there's a ton of jump scares in those movies. I didn't jump at any of the actual jump scares. I jumped at one of the cuts from like a forest scene to like an airplane because it was so loud that the noise and the because the airplane was right in front of the screen and we had surround sound. My dad had the speakers blasting. So I jumped at the airplane, but not the dinosaur killing people. <laughs> so stupid. That's funny. Okay, uh, I found the right one. Nice. Cool. Yeah. I watched this because this is actual gameplay and it's insane. Like the level, like the way it looks is really good on the PS5. Oh, Matt, I just sent something to the link though. Oh, okay, it's cool. Not. I don't know. I'll look at it. It's, it's a rumor. I'll look at it. Yeah. I'll get it right now. I watched somebody play this through. Um. Okay, that's cool. This. Oh, it's, it looks really nice. Like I said, it looked, the PS5 stuff looks really nice. Yeah. I mean, this is probably, I mean, and, you know, there, there's a little bit lost in translation when you go to a YouTube video usually, but. Well, this one's in 4K, so... Yeah. This video. Yeah, it it helps. It does help, for sure.
Yeah, I was a huge fan of like Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3. Those three were amazing. Which one had the... Was it 1 or 2 that had the giant undead alligator burst through the wall and come out at you? I think that was 2. I think that was 2. I can't remember. I think that sure. was 2, if I'm not mistaken. I was in college and <laughs> a friend was playing... And there were probably six of us all gathered around watching him play at like 2 a.m. We yeah. were all, it was after our curfew at school. Oh. We had to be in bed. That happened. And all of us were like, ah! Loud. And we're like, it oh. got dead silent. He paused it. And we heard a door shut downstairs. Everybody <laughs> went to their different rooms in the dorm. See, this first person view feels like your character. Yeah, it really, you really, it really feels different when you're sneaking around in first person, because are are you like crouched down and crawling at this point? This guy's crouched right now. Crouched, yeah. okay. It just just felt like this guy's doing a crouch walk. Oh, okay. Yep. That's a cool looking ring. Feels like somebody's watching you through it. <laughs> yeah. This looks really creepy. I know. I think my wife would love it. The, yeah, with the new style they're doing for Resident Evil stuff is great. Like, the other stuff's fun, and it's fu it's fine, but this is more the kind of stuff I like. I want to see a new Castlevania game like this. Yeah, that'd be kind of neat. Maybe it plays like a magic caster. It'd be basically the same feel and set design. I think it'd be cool if you were more of a magic caster, or maybe like a kind of a mix of Skyrim, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. This makes me think of the Skyrim and real life videos. Oh, that's not creepy. I'm watching you. <laughs> yeah. Was this like a fake disembodied voice? Seems like it. Until it becomes not vague and disembodied. <coughs> Right? <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> I, I think uh, that's... I think my wife will be playing that game. Yeah. Playable demo. That thing looks great. Um, makes me really sad that I might not have access to a PS5 in any close <laughs> any time. time yeah. yeah. 
because that yeah that PS, some of that PS5 stuff's looking pretty fantastic. Um, yeah. I really, really, really want to get one now. <laughs> like for the same way that I got um, like a Nintendo Switch for Breath of the Wild, I want to get a PlayStation Five for that. I mean, I, there's also the benefit of everything else that's on it, but that looks really cool. <laughs> oh, is that only going to be for PS5? I think it's exclusive. Oh, if I'm not mistaken, that's a PS5 exclusive. So, um, Scott Snyder and Tony Daniel have created a trucker-centric sci-fi drama. Yes, they did. Comic series called Nocturna. Uh, Nocturna. yeah. It's actually super good. I I posted that specifically for you, Steve. I saw that, and I was like, Steve would love this. Especially since Scott Snyder's writing it. Like, he did some of the best Batman runs. He's done some of the best Batman runs. Yeah, he's. Good. So, yeah. It's a weird sci-fi world where people turn into monsters. A global event has lit, has cut the sun off from the Earth, leaving the planet covered in mysterious darkness. Yeah. And the darkness physically alters living beings that stay in it too long, turning plants, animals, and even humans into monstrous beings called shades. Surviving in this world is Val Riggs, a ferryman who transports people and things between human outposts in a tricked-out, well-lit 18-wheeler. Val has gotten used to a life of post-apocalyptic road trips. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I saw that today. Like I said, I saw it earlier today. I was like, that's pretty... That's... that's. I mean, it's, we, it's a like a weird post-apocalyptic thing, but it is about truckers, so. It's a, it's an odd-looking comic, but it looks really cool. Like, it looks like it, it looks like they can do good with it, especially in, like, as long as they don't go too, too crazy with it. That should be pretty good. Um, let's see. Uh, there is also a confirmation. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is done. At least for the characters that we have for the, for the show. Yeah. Because there was a big rumor last week that they might bring back the show on Disney+. Plus. And we were kind of saying we hoped it didn't. Now we have hard a hard confirmation that it's not. Because, uh, yeah, they just had Chloe Bennett basically say, like, no. No, we're not doing another season of the show. Yeah. Like, where would they go from there? They, I don't know. They, like, the, the season finale... The series finale yeah. felt like you had closure on everything. Yeah, it did. And they like, also jumped around quite a bit. Yeah. Like, all the characters had, you know, went their separate ways and are doing their own thing. And it, it felt so, like a good ending. This article isn't talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. coming back. They're talking about the series um, Secret Invasion that is coming out. Oh, okay. The The... Rumor that Chloe Bennett debunked is that she would be returning as Daisy well, in so, Secret Invasion. Okay. Well, they had, they they had kind of talked about a. I I went off a little bit on some of the other articles because they also talked about Agents of Shield or or how that could be a combined type thing. It doesn't look like it's going to be. Uh, that character is done in the MCU. It seems like. Unless Chloe's not allowed to say about any upcoming MCU projects. 
I feel like directly lying, though, instead of, like, why take the interview if you're going to... Well, like when uh, Tatiana was asked in, in an interview about um, She-Hulk. Yeah. She straight up denied it. Well, the thing of... I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right, actually. But I think the thing with Daisy Ridley's character... Like, Daisy Ridley in the comics is, like, Quake? Or is you it... mean... Daisy... Or, sorry, not Daisy Ridley. Words happen. <laughs> sorry. Got words swirling in there. Uh, <coughs> Daisy Johnson. Daisy Johnson, sorry. Goodness, I don't know. Who's Daisy Ridley? Ray. Oh my gosh, okay. I can't even think words. words you like, have to turn in your nerd card. There's too much nerd stuff going in there, <laughs> and it's swirling around, and Super Bowl happened today, and, and I blame that. I blame all the sports ball, because there wasn't enough room for the sports ball, that's why I usually ignore it. Then I put it in there, and now there's it's full. Matt EXE has crashed. Um, <laughs> sorry. So, I don't think there's a there's room for Quake in the... MCU right now because even in like the comics Quake is a very tiny part she shows up for like four panels and leaves almost every time so like they had a thing with uh what was that where they there's one where they invade not it's not secret invasion there's another one where they invade um where they invade Doom's castle um can't remember what that one is but one of Doom's lackeys like comes after people, and Quake like sh- like makes a tiny earthquake in his head, and he dies. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's like towards the end of it, and it's insane because like just out of nowhere, they they show off that character and they put her back in her. They're like, yeah, no, you put go her back. back. In the box. Yeah, you did the cool thing. Now go away. <laughs> the cool thing. No. Uh, how how powerful is she? Pretty powerful. <laughs> All right, now I got yeah, yeah Falcon they, and Winter Soldier. Yeah, so we'll we'll go to the we'll go next to the Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer that uh, just debuted during the Super Bowl, or rather, I think yeah, they did just put it out on, like an hour ago. Oh, did they? Or a little over five hours ago. Well, well, yeah, I saw it during the Super Bowl. <laughs> they had it during the no, no, they they but they they wait to release it to the public after the Super Bowl. Yeah, but they said it was five hours ago. Oh, okay. The one I was looking at was a couple hours ago. I think so it's, just, it was, it's basically right after it so I think airs live. The one I was looking at is a non-Marvel one, so I think what they did is they just like re-aired it. Like They just copied and pasted it, essentially. Wow. So you're looking at the good, real version right now? Well, I don't know. It's the Rotten Tomatoes TV. Oh, they're usually pretty good. <laughs> anyway. So, who would like to start? more of a like 
uh, buddy cop style thing. Almost like a comedy. I love it. Um, with some of the background stuff there, I wonder if they're going to like Madripoor because some they looked like it looked like the streets of like a uh, hmm. uh, vague, not real, made up city in some vague area in oh. Asia. That was definitely Baron Zemo. Yeah, that was definitely was which complete with his mask. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Baron Zemo is a Captain America bad guy that oh ends up being really really like he's really good at planning essentially. He was the main antagonist in the Winter Soldier. Oh, the guy that was the main antagonist in the Winter Soldier, but he they didn't really show him with his mask. Um, or no, not he, Winter Soldier. Was uh, it Winter Soldier? Yeah, it was. Civil oh, War. Civil War. Sorry. Civil War. Sorry. Sorry. Captain America: Civil War. Oh. The yeah after Winter Soldier: oh, Civil War. Okay. Sorry, you're right. Um. It's confusing because Bucky was in the end of, end of both. So yeah. But he's the guy that's like basically show. He's the guy that reveals the full truth that. Um. That Tony Stark's parents were killed by the Winter Soldier. So the guy that's doing that is supposed to be, like, uh, he's actually a really good, like, hand-to-hand fighter. Um, he usually fights with a sword. Like a big, broad sword. And he wears this big, purple, ski mask-looking thing. He looks ridiculous, but he's actually kind of a huge threat in the uh, comics. The um, bone. They... He's definitely one of the what he's definitely one of the characters they made during like the older Captain America comics where it's kind of wacky looking, but he's actually pretty terrifying in anything he's been in. He's usually like a big part of the big bad guy team in some way, shape, or form. Um, mm-hmm. I think he also took like a. He also at some point takes a version of the Super Soldier Serum that makes him live long as well. It's not quite as potent as Captain America's, but it does work very similarly. Yeah. Yeah. So that link that I sent to the chat didn't go through because I've been removed from the group. I did, I did do that. Unless <clears throat> you did that. No, I didn't do it. Lord no. Facetap did. So the link that I sent to the group was um, Disney is potentially looking at buying out MGM. Oh, really? Hmm. They have currently four, four, four and a half billion in assets in their movie and TV show, TV or whatever. And something like 4,000 titles that Disney is looking at potentially acquiring. There you go. Sorry about that, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Messed up. There's only like a, one more story that we haven't really talked about, so. Uh, but yeah, no, if Disney, if Disney buys MGM, that would be not the most surprising thing, because they've been buying kind of a lot lately. Yeah. And Disney Plus has really, really shot them forward. Like, they made a pretty good amount of money on this. And they, not to mention they have Hulu, ESPN, and just 90,000 other things. 
Not to mention Disney, you know, because they have Disney. The Mouse Empire. The Mouse Empire. The Mouse Empire. They're gonna own. They're they will own everything. Just wait for them to get DC. I feel like if they get DC, they're gonna get super antitrust stuff because that's too much. You you can't have that much of the market. Uh, did you see the just real quick before we jump into comics list? Comics list. Uh, did you see the fan art thing I I posted? <laughs> the Dadalorian. Oh, I didn't read through it, but yeah. it's not. It's more of it's more just pictures. They're hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I saw the one picture of the the one where he's passed down on the couch. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple different ones. <laughs> there you go. There's the link to it. No. All right. Cool, man. That would be if MGM was purchased by Disney. I feel like that's a thing that might happen because um, MGM isn't making a huge amount of money right now because movies aren't all releasing like they should. Although AMC theaters are back thanks to crazy investment strategies, so we'll see. Uh, yeah. Okay. Should we do a comics list? We should. We should. All I mean, right. Pull. We'll start with Dark Horse. I've got it already. Sounds good. I'll, I'll pull it up. Black Horse Comics. Black Hammer Visions number one. Critical Role Box Machina Origins three number one of six. Um, that sounds like something I'd be interested in. Yep. Yeah. Neil Gaiman's Norse <laughs> the Mythology. Issues are starting to come out. Norse Mythology number five. True Lives of the Fabulous Killjoys National Anthem number five. That's it for Dark Horse. DC. I'll read that too. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get. Caught <laughs> Absolute up on Planetary it. Expanded Edition hardcover. American Vampire, 1976, number five. Um, um, Aquaman, volume four. Echoes of a Life Lived Well. Trade paperback. Batman, volume two. The Joker War hardcover. DC. Love is a Battlefield, number one. It's a one shot. Future State Dark Detective number three. Future State Green Lantern number two. Future State Justice League number two. Future State Karazor-El um, Superwoman number one. Which was a variant, the second printing variant cover. And then Future State Karazor-El Superwoman number two. Uh, Future State Robin Eternal number two. Future State Superman Wonder Woman number two. Future State Teen Titans number one. Future State The Flash number one. Green Lantern Circle of Fire trade paperback. Green Lantern season two number 11. Hawkman volume four. Hawks Eternal trade paperback. Rorschach number five. Sweet Tooth The Return number four. Nice. This is the... With the DC stuff, I I kind of want to get into it. It's hard to get into, though, because they definitely have a more uh, expanded universe that's going on right now that you actually have to, like, pay attention to all of it mm. to get context for everything. Trying to find the list for this week. Sorry, I'm looking at the next week's list. 
For some reason, I have you looking. You want me to get into the rest? Yeah, sorry. Okay. IDW. IDW. Tell me about IDW this week. Okay. Um, G.I. Joe, a real American hero, number 278. G.I. Joe, a real American hero, yearbook number one. Goosebumps, Secrets of the Swamp, number five. Judge Dredd, False Witness, number four. Parenthesis, uh, I can't talk, graphic novel. Scarant Hood, number four. Star Trek Voyagers, Seven's Reckoning, number four. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, number 114. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the IDW Collection, volume 12, hardcover. Transformers Escape, number two. And Transformers, the IDW Collection, phase two, volume 12, hardcover. Image Comics. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Sounds good. Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> a Man Among I've given Me. i Volume 1, Trade Paperback. Birthright, number 46. Bliss, number 5. Commanders in Crisis, number 5. Ha Ha, number 1. <laughs> Homesick Pilots, number 3. Uh, Kick-Ass versus Hit-Girl, number 4. Lost Soldiers, Trade Paperback. Low, 26. Sorry. Low, number 26. Radiant Black, number one. Undiscovered Country, number 12. Such short lists. That's great. Um, yeah, they tend to... They tend to... Now they're alternating a little bit. Um, even yeah. though... Just, just, this year's Beast comes back up, they have slow... Oh, yeah. As that's well, true. So. All right. Marvel. Amazing Spider-Man, number 56. Yeah. And number 59... Because 56 is a second printing variant. Yeah. Captain American by Ta-Nehisi Coates. I don't know if I said that right. Ta-Nehisi. Huh? Ta-Nehisi. Uh-huh. Ta-Nehisi Coates. Uh-huh. That's his name. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, volume 4, All Die Young, trade paperback. Daredevil number 27, uh, Disney Kingdom's Figment, trade paperback. Eternals number 2. Excalibur, number 18. Fantastic Four, number 29. King in Black, number 1. Second printing, King in Black, number 2. King in Black, Black Panther, number 1. King in Black, Thunderbolts, number 2. King in Black, never mind. Uh, Morbius, Bond of Blood, number 1. Morbius, Epic Collection, Volume 1. The Living Vampire Trade Paperback. Power Pack, number 3. Sword, number 3. Star Wars, Darth Vader, number 10. Star Wars High Republic, number one. Third printing, variant. Testmaster, number three. Wolverine, black, white, and blood, number three. (laughs) X-Factor, Epic Collection, volume one, Genesis, and Apocalypse, trade paperback. X-Force, number 17. And what else do we have? Titan Titan Comics. Comics. There's actually two. No, still just one. Still just one. (laughs) Of course. Oh, wow. What do we get okay. this week? Doctor Who Comics number four. And then this isn't a comic, but uh, the 200th issue of Star Wars Insider. Oh, that's a magazine still. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Let me check the W Titan. Am missing any? Dark Horse? No, we got them. We got them all? Got them all. That's it. That's it for the... That is the comic list for this week. Um... So right now, uh, I think we're going to pause for a break. 
just before we go to our main topic, we are going to spoil the heck out of WandaVision, Episode 5, so, you know, listen to our ad, but it might be time to consider, you know, watching WandaVision before you listen to the rest of this. Do, really, do listen to the rest of this, but we will spoil that episode, so maybe take a peek at it real quick. All right, we're back. From a long break. Back, such a long, long break. break. I feel so refreshed. Um, so long. Forgot oh, yeah, it's doing. a long break. I took a two-hour nap. I took three hours and ran around the block the whole time. Whole time. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> so we are going to spoil, again, this is the last warning, your last and final warning. We are spoiling WandaVision Episode 5. So it, turn away if you don't want to get spoiled and go watch that real quick. Or if you don't care about spoilers, keep listening. Um, goodness. So that last episode of WandaVision with uh, the um, recast actor. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, no, not recast. No. No, no. Well, they, no, they said recast. Like she said. They, they recast. Yeah, Darcy said they- she she recast. Oh, okay, yeah. She brother. recast Pietro. Yeah, yeah. But not actually recast, but in the show. But those of us who have watched, you know, the Fox movies know exactly. So we got the Fox is. version of Quicksilver. I wonder if this was the plan the whole time. And like, I wonder how long they've had this plan for. And episode yeah. five takes place in the eighties, so it's the eighties version of him from the movies. Right. Yeah. That's. So many, there's so much stuff that's crazy. So, that opens up the multiverse. It does open up the multiverse. It also means that they literally can use any version of anything because they use that. So it means that the possibility to use any version of any of the MCU movies and non-MCU versions of the movies. So, like, the Spider-Verse stuff seems possible now. Uh... Not so much because they don't own rights fully to the Spider Verse. I know, but I'm saying they that can they, do that with the mutants because I'm, they own the rights to them again. But I'm saying the the possibility is opened up in the story. Yeah. Um, now the will the companies all get together and right. talk? Yeah, that's another story. But now it's is possible. Vision alive or dead? Um, Vision is dead. Vision's still dead, I think. So did she just uh, take she... another person and overlay Vision's appearance and personality onto another person? I think she's getting the version, like she made a version of Vision that she remembers, and then that got to be that version gets to be sentient. So that's why it's starting to learn stuff because Vision was still kind of smart. Yeah. Um, but I think it's why, like, Vision doesn't right away see what's happening. Just because it's this perfect version that she has in her head. Because we still, like, we saw a quick thing, and I think it was the last episode, where they had the, like, where she okay. looked over at him and he was dead. Mm-hmm. Um, that was two of the third episode? Yeah. yeah, third, sorry. Was that the end of the, yeah, that was the end of the third episode. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Where all, the th- oh, all of a sudden she looks over at him and he's got the big hole in his head. And he's all gray. Yeah. From when he died at uh, the yeah. uh, Infinity War. Yeah. I wonder if 
at the end of this, she brings him back without the Infinity Stone because that does end up happening in the book, in the books a couple times. Uh, the book, the books. Mm-hmm. Um, in the original, like the thing that it seems like they're kind of, kind of referencing. They're not really going with it like fully, but they're referencing the House of M stuff where she basically rewrote reality. So that mute, most most mutants didn't have their powers, and she had and her kids all survived, but it turns out at the end that her kid was an entire like construct that she'd been like it did it never existed. Oh, yeah. So she's basically she she's basically broken reality a couple times where it didn't just do an area; it did the whole planet. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see where they actually go with it, but it seems like that's kind of what they're referencing there with that, that the House of M stuff. Yeah. I yeah. think she actually brought Vision back. I don't think Vision's going to fully be back. I think this is going to be one of those things where we're getting a version of him. Like a, we might be getting a, maybe a, maybe he, she even pulled like a multiverse consciousness for what out or something. Why I'm not sure. Why stolen his body? If he wasn't alive. <laughs> yeah. If it's just a construct of her mind and she's made she's, up, she wouldn't have needed well, body. She did change, like, she has changed people's, like, clothing, though. And the different stuff that went into that uh, bubble, basically. Yeah, but she stole his body and rebuilt him. Yeah. I think she, she uh, cause, because she can bend reality, I think she restored at least partially his yeah. personality and some of his, well... Not his memories, obviously, because he doesn't remember anything besides prior to right. Prior to, yeah. So I think, like, that's why I think part of it is like it's just like what she remembers of him. But she didn't seem to remember either. I he, think she was selectively choosing not to remember. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's hard to tell. It really is because it, it did show like it. She's not fully in control. I saw an interesting, um, I saw an interesting theory that somebody put out that um, she was being controlled by um, was it Baron, the guy that's the computer, can't remember. Baron. He was in Civil War. At that one point where they broke into the computer area, there's a computer talking to him. The Nazi computer guy, can't remember the name. Darn it. Oh, There's a Nazi guy that downloaded his consciousness to computers. Yeah, from... Um, Aranzola. That's his Yeah, name. yeah. Aranzola. Um, there's a thought that maybe he's controlling this, and that's why there's... Like, he's manipulating Wanda, and that's why there's a lot of elements of, like, stuff going on that she doesn't understand either. Like, how some people realize that this is a script. Um, we saw that in the latest episode where they like, oh, hey, do you want me to walk that back and try it again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they both look at her like, what? Yeah. And Wanda looks really confused, and then it just... Fixes? Yeah. Yeah. And then Vision, like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Well, the thing is that we can tell that these people are... All these people are being manipulated by, at least by Wanda, if not by some other force as well. they were talking about, like, wait, how did they meet again? When did we get married? Sure, we got married. And, uh... Right. Well, I think a lot of that is her playing along to keep them from figuring stuff out. 
Well, and it does seem in this last one we did see that she definitely like she definitely knows what's happening at this point, I don't, whether she's being manipulated or not. If your husband was dead and you woke up in some sort of simulation where your husband was there, I think I'd play along too because I like you. Yeah, but I mean, I think it's I think she, it's pretty obvious that she is the one that created this reality, right? For herself, basically, as a coping mechanism. Because she had a psychotic break. Well, yeah, I... she definitely had a psychotic break, which yeah. is what happened in the comics that they're drawing the inspiration for this story from. Yeah, definitely. And of course, the last uh, last person you want to have a psychotic break is one of the most powerful mutants in the MCU. Oh yeah, for sure. I th- oh, and think... what about that uh, short little scene Which in one? the last episode? Where they, uh, it, it was it was real quick, you know, about um, Wanda would have been able to beat um, Thanos. Oh yeah, they had, they had that little like no uh, Captain Marvel could have oh, done it on her own. Yeah, yeah. I mean, technically, it, both of those are true. It kind of leads to the thing of like who would win in the fight. It's whoever the artist decides. Yeah. Wins. <laughs> Whoever the writer decides. Whoever the writer decides and the writer and the artist decide with wins. Um but yeah, I mean she definitely could have defeated Thanos by herself. She was on the verge of She was, and there should be some stuff where like at her comic book peak she's like I said, she's wiping reality and changing the whole thing. All of reality. Yeah. Like the like, her character currently, they don't know how powerful she actually is. No, and she doesn't either. I mean, she's done stuff, but she's done some things so far, but she hasn't done half the stuff that she does in the comics. Um, she is at a point where there, a lot of times they show, like, the alien forces that are coming down to Earth. The reason they're attacking is because they're scared of thing, of, like, people on Earth that are going to kill them all, going to kill everybody in the universe. <laughs> and Wanda's one of them. For sure. Um, also like Jean Grey and the Phoenix people at that level. Mm-hmm. She's up in that level. She's up in that, like, register. She is an Omega level mutant, for sure. Uh, that S tier? Yeah. The, the S tier. <laughs> well, so like, yeah, there's only a couple that are at that level that were insane and they could break the planet. And no time. They have like Charles Xavier at that level as well. Um, I think they had Magneto as well because the Earth has like a has metal in the core. Yeah, and metal in the core, so he could just basically rip the planet apart if he really wanted to. He doesn't want to. <laughs> so here's here's an off-topic question. Sure. Well, it's, it pertains to comics. Sure, sure. But off Wanda. That's with um, Magneto's power, yeah, and his control of magnetic fields, could he potentially access magnetic fields of other close by planets? Potentially, yes. So, like the uh, the magnetic field that surrounds the sun. I don't know what his range. I don't know what his range is, but okay. yeah, possibly his range. I don't know what his range is. I think he's got they. I think they established he has a certain range where, like, stuff has to be touching other stuff for him to start 
using his magnetic field. So, like, if he picks up something and it's five feet away from him, his reach is just extended by five feet. So basically he has to make a bridge of magnetism to the sun, but sure, he could do it. Okay. <laughs> like I said, he'd have to bridge magnetism to magnetism to magnetism. But yeah, sure. There's a point in the in some one of the comic series. It's one of the, like the most gruesome. It's considered one of the most gruesome things where he slowly removes Wolverine's skeleton piece by piece. Not slowly. He rips it all out at once. I've seen it's a double. Cir- it's a double page spread. Doesn't he keep circulating it all though? All of it rips out. No, when he pulls it. Oh. Uh, so um, back in the nineties, I had a friend that collected a Marvel. Um, I'm, you're thinking of the, the cards. Yeah, yeah, the trading right. cards. Yeah. And they had them back in the 90s. And there was a, a card where it shows Magneto standing, floating above Wolverine and all of his adamant. Yeah, it's ripped from, ripped from his body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe don't throw the metal guy against the magnet guy. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> you have to write him a third yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, um, it, it's like the the they kind of explained also that like the way um, Magneto's magnetism works is that he can make things magnetic as well. So like non-magnetic metals can become magnetic if he messes with them all. Yeah, if he concentrates hard enough, basically. That's why he can move stuff that isn't necessarily magnetic. Okay. That's how they explain it, at least. Um, They've made him more of a... They have made him, like... So he basically does care about the Earth. Kind of like Loki. Where he cares about the Earth. He wants to, you know, take over the world, but... He wants to take over. Yeah. And... A lot, sometimes he gives up on that, basically. and goes, oh yeah, I don't want the Earth blown up, so... We're gonna fight this guy together. <laughs> a lot like they do in the um, X-Men movies. Where they kind of have him as a good guy, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, and justify the means kind of thing. Yeah. Except for then he starts going to, like, very extreme means where it's like, does it justify at this point? <laughs> but I think that they're, yeah, they're going to bring, it looks like that might be the way they're bringing the X-Men in is they're going, like, they're explaining that because uh, they can pull the Quicksilver into this universe... They can pull anybody, basically. Yeah. So, the question is, um, how is it possible? Is it because of Wanda's power, or because of the use of the Infinity Stones? Yes. Because the Infinity Stones were have been used four times. Four times. Well, the thing, I don't think it's necessarily because of the Infinity Stones, but the Infinity Stones show that reality can, you can go through different realities. There's possibility a possibility to travel between different realities, which is kind of how they're going to bring it in, I think. So basically, they're doing this weird Doctor Strange, like the like Doctor Strange or like the last Ant-Man movie where they go into the mini-verse. Yeah. Where there's different... The quantum realm. There's different realms, and they're basically gateways to other places as well, so they connect two things together. So it seems like Wanda's power is more cosmic. Like, it is... It's more cosmic like it's kind of supposed to be in the comics. It's really unclear how her powers are generated, whether it's full... Because she is considered a mutant, but also she has magic that isn't 
a mutant superpower. Like mutant powers are a thing mm. you can develop, but you she develops her magic through her power. It's weird. Uh, the thought is that she might have like a way to access whatever latent like universe pocket dimension or universe. It's very confusing to be honest. <laughs> Because it's not science, it's comic books. Yeah. And somehow she, uh, like her reality bending ability pulled Quicksilver, the X-Men Fox Quicksilver, yeah. into the MCU. Honestly, it's the one I like better, so I was pretty happy about that. But like, I almost <laughs> didn't believe it at first. I was like, is that just an actor? Is that the same? It is the same guy. Okay. It took half a second because I didn't. I almost didn't believe it at first. Well, like, well, when the camera goes out through the door, they don't show his face, and then they show his yeah his hair, and it's like, oh, well, that, that's Quicksilver. I don't know who that is. And then they come back and show his face. Like, oh, oh my gosh, that Quicksilver. Yeah, yeah. Well, it means that they're kind of. I think they are more establishing that there's a multiverse, multiverse, and there's a larger universe. So they're really going out away from the Earth, basically. And I, I like that. I like that they're doing that. It's, or at least it seems like that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So that it's not just more fights in New York, because that's where a lot of the Avengers movies have taken place now. Yeah, the Avengers fight in New York, um, the X-Men fight in New York. Yeah, well, no, a lot of the event, like, a lot of the... Fantastic Four fights in New York. I'm just saying that it it's Ooh. time for a new change of location. I think it's a good, you know, it's a good time to do that. Like... Sokovia and Wakanda and... I'm just saying that it's a good time to have a change in, like, yeah. away from the Earth. Like, get out of the Earth because there's lots of cool stuff out there. Because they've shown a lot of... They've shown some of it with Guardians of the Galaxy, but they haven't done it much with any of the other MCU stuff, really. Yeah, but they can't go away from the Earth too much because they can't. Yeah, grounds the story. That is true. But I think they... They could show a little more of, like, the different uh, Nine Realms from Thor. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of cool places that they could go. And characters, and great things to go see. But, yeah. Which is what Guardians and the Thor movies are for. Yeah. I just want to see <laughs> more Avengers stuff out, out in space mm-hmm. as well. Um... I wonder if they're setting up Scarlet Witch to like to fully break and just become a villain. Mm. I don't know. Hmm. I think it might be interesting to see what they do with it. Because I think she's original. Was she originally a villain? Right. She was originally a villain. You, she was. Yeah, in the comics, she was originally an X Men villain, right? I don't remember. I think. I know her. I think her and Pietro were both part of the. Um, what were they? The the anti X Men. Yeah, I can't remember the name. They were they were basically the opposite of the X Men. The not X Men. Uh, trying to remember the name now. Shoot. Yeah, I can't remember, but I heard no one. Yeah. Was. Yeah, the one with Toad and the other. Yeah, can't remember the name now. Not the Brotherhood. I think not, it was the Brotherhood. I think not, um, um, Magneto's group from. First X Men movie. They the Brotherhood kind of jumps around a lot in the yeah, comics. They were part of the Brotherhood of Evil. The Brotherhood jumps around a lot in like who's in charge of it because in a lot in a bunch of it like Magneto's not even a part of it. But then he takes over. Then he's not. Ta- then they he were, leaves. 
their debut together was in X-Men number four in 1964. Oh, wow. Okay. They were depicted as reluctant villains uninterested in Magneto's ideologies. Okay. See, I'm, yeah, I'm not as versed in the older X-Men comics. I wish I was. I like them. I just, yeah, there's too many comic books to read. Not in X-Men specifically, in the world. Yeah. <laughs> There's too much I want to read. Ugh. I'm never going to finish. Um, you need a full-time job of reading comics. Yeah, I kind of do. To read comics. I kind of do. I just need to quit my job and go on, um, just, you know, jump right on the Twitch and talk about comic books and it'll be fine, right? Well, you know, you could probably do that at work as, like, a side gig. You know, have your Twitch going. Yeah. And as you're doing work, you just sit there and talk about comics. Oh. And then that's how you grow your channel. I could. I'd have to have a cubicle. Because I feel like that might annoy my coworkers just a wee bit. <laughs> also, I have to blur out every computer screen that was there, because technically we work with uh, secret data. Oh. It's not that secretive, but it's kind of secretive. Like... <laughs> Like, we're not supposed to show people, but you could probably find it on the internet by yourself. You might know our secret techniques. <laughs> They're called do good. Mm-hmm. They're called draw, draw, connect the dots much better. Make good curves. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I think that's going to be cool. I think the Fantastic Four stuff is going to be really great once they introduce them. And I hope that if we do get any kind of intro stuff, we just get like a flashback, kind of like we did with, um, kind of like we did with Spider-Man, where we got a little, little bits of the backstory, but it's pretty well known, so you don't really need to go into it. Uh, yeah. So I hope they do, I hope, I really hope the, that's my predictions and thoughts. They're going to jump them in somehow from the... They're establishing that there is a... There's other realms. There are other realities that are accessible. And so that, that they can come through. Yes. So that, that once that... Basically, once that seal's opened, you can kind of go anywhere with it. Yeah. Um... I just hope we get new, if we do Fantastic Four stuff, we get new character, new people playing the characters. I was characters. just gonna ask. That. No, like, which 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 Fantastic Four are we gonna get? A new one, the 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 one that bombed, or you know, it's gonna be that one. other one. I'm only the only character I liked in any of those movies was the Thing. Like that's it, and that's because he did his own voice. Was that um? The, what was his name? The first Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the guy from 24, I can't, yeah, that's, a, that's the one, yeah, only because he did his own voice, and he actually, like, he took this character that's ultimately pretty silly pretty seriously, so I kind of respected that, <laughs> but I didn't like anybody else in that. <laughs> oh, you, you didn't like, uh, Chris Evans as, a uh, Torch? I did not like Chris Evans as a human Torch. <laughs> Chris Evans is a great actor. That wasn't it. <laughs> Although it would be funny if, like, they have they have like interact some kind of interaction where they're like, "Hey, that Captain America guy looks really pretty." 
Anyway. Or <laughs> <laughs> like uh, you briefly see glimpses of both of them in their in their earths while it's getting destroyed and they all die. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll be okay with that. Through, it's like, hey, everybody. Pretty <laughs> much, that'd be okay. I'll be okay with that. I think Deadpool's yeah. going to come along with the X-Men. I think that's how we're getting Deadpool in the newer movies. We're getting him before the X-Men. Yeah, but I think whatever way that they're accessing, that's how Deadpool's coming through. Is he's coming from the X-Men universe. Oh, probably. Definitely. That's definitely how I think they're going to go about it. I mean, they could do a lot of stuff with Deadpool, because Deadpool kind of goes a lot of places. Like... (laughs) Deadpool has gone so meta that they, he killed his own writers and artists. So they could really jump him around wherever they want. I, I, just, I, I want to see a movie with Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, Tom Holland, Spider-Man. Oh, and just so bad. Flirting with... The Deadpool Spider-Man movie I want so bad. Yeah, just mm-hmm. Deadpool flirting with him the entire time. Like yeah. every, every time they're on screen together. And then Tom Holland just completely clueless and not understanding what's going on. That would be amazing. There's a run, there's a, or not a run, but there's a one-shot issue that might have been my favorite one-shot issue from, like, ever. <laughs> um, it's Peter Parker is investigating a mystery on, like, this mysterious assassin. And Deadpool shows up, and Deadpool's looking around, like, Deadpool starts helping him, he's like, yeah, it's Hitmonkey. Uh, Hitmonkey is a sentient monkey assassin man who shoots guns with his feet. Yeah. He has a little suit and everything. Wow. So people walk up to him and they're like, oh, he's so... And then he pulls out guns and kills everybody. <laughs> so they end up like fight- they end up like fighting Hitmonkey together and Deadpool tries to like murder him and Spider-Man stops him from murdering Hitmonkey but it's hilarious. It's great. I saw a, uh, a panel and uh, it was... Spider-Man and Parker talking to each other. And Parker's like, we're not going to, you know, um, kill them, are we? Deadpool looks at him and says, yes, yes, we're going to unalive them. <laughs> yeah. I think that that, must, that might be a reference to the... They had a spectacular, I think it was a spectacular Spider-Man cartoon, where they couldn't say kill, so oh. they said unalive. I wonder if that's a reference. That might be. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, because they had to keep Deadpool like PG or less. Oh. So they had to like so like every time he tried to say stuff and be like, why can't I say the word kill? Like, or why can't I only say unalive? Make not alive. Make it keeps like he keeps trying to say kill, but he can't. <laughs> so I'm hoping they go into his multiple personalities. I really do too. Yeah, because I love the thought bubbles. That's like one of the best parts of the like '90s Deadpool stuff is the little like the thought bu- the, the thought different bubbles. thought bubbles. Yeah, or like in the video game. Oh, in the video game, yeah, that's where, where he's like, um, he's got to get up. He's like, oh yeah, we're but... and he's got to jump up to the, this other platform. Yeah. He says, "How are we gonna get up there? I don't know." Hey, do that again. Do what? That? Oh, What's yeah. that? That? And he jumps up the thought bubbles to get up to the, <laughs> the upper level. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I do. I hope. Like, I wonder. Just wonder what they're. What's going to happen? Because I think they could do some crazy stuff now that Disney has Deadpool. 
And I want to see it. I want to see like the weird reality bending from the perspective of like people in the universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, who's he talking to? <laughs> Yeah, out there. Who's them? Out there. Out where? Out, out where? There. What are you talking about? A lot of people think that's uh, have associated that as one of his powers is the ability to see the fourth wall and mm-hmm. see past it. So, like, he knows he's in a comic, so that's why he doesn't take anything seriously. Yep. They they did do some cool and some interesting stuff with Deadpool in the comics fairly recently. Mm-hmm. Where they have like his kid, um, and he has this like this one shield agent that's his friend who dies. So then her ghost follows him around for a while, and then they have her ghost possess uh, LMD. So it's just like it's this one. It's this one agent. And it's it's hilarious because they keep going through and like having her. Like, she dies a bunch. Like, he kills her off a bunch of times. <laughs> to the point where, like, I think she's on her last LMD that exists. Like, her, like, I guess they give him several of them. They make several mm. of them. I don't know how that works. Yeah, but I think, but the stuff with, like, him defending his daughter is, like, it's great. It's really heartwarming. In a Deadpool comic. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm excited what they're going to do for the future here. I'm excited for Deadpool. I'm excited for the X-Men. I'm excited for the Fantastic Four. I really hope they use the Fantastic Four to bring in the Inhumans, like the actual planet of Inhumans, not just the ones on Earth. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know how they're going to explain that the Inhumans haven't been rescuing people on Earth for years, though. So that's going to be interesting if they do end up going that way. What else? Oh, I think that's... Any other predictions? Any other stuff you're excited for? Stuff that has opened up now? All of this stuff. <laughs> Maybe a Quicksilver that can dodge bullets? Yeah, yeah, that's... Well, we know this Quicksilver can dodge bullets because yeah. he can run fast enough to actually grab the bullet and move them. He catches bullets in the right way. Yeah, he's good at catching bullets. He's, he catches bullets like the Flash catches bullets. Not like how... He catches bullets. That was my favorite meme for a long time. He's a good bullet catcher and isn't a bullet sponge. That was my yeah, that was my favorite meme for a very long time. Like too long probably. It's like how the flash catches a bullet and they show the Grant Gustafson guy, like yeah. a bullet flies by and he snatches it. Quicksilver catches Gustafson. a bullet and just holds it. Holes at him. Ugh. They so underplayed that character because it's a cool character mm-hmm. after he becomes a good guy. Well, maybe we'll see more of him. Kind of looking forward to Friday. Yeah. Me too. Um, it's, this will be the last one, right? It's only six, right? No, there's nine. Oh, there's nine, okay. So we got. I couldn't remember if it was six or nine, sorry. Four episodes okay. left. And this WandaVision should end, what, a week before Falcon and Winter Soldier begins? think so if I'm I'm not wrong and then after that ends we should be getting something for Star Wars right maybe I don't know I think so so like with everything they've announced and everything that they're trying to put out between 
Marvel and Star Wars. Yeah. We shouldn't have any... Hardly any, any downtime. Yeah, any downtime. Maybe a week or two in between the end of one and the start of another. Hopefully that'll make up for most of the Comic-Cons not deciding to cancel. Yeah. Anyway. If it'd be the... Okay, yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, that has been our, I guess, our prediction talk, our uh, excitement, things we're excited for, for the Marvel MCU uh, and shows uh, in the near future. Because of the huge, huge, huge things that happened in this last yeah. episode of WandaVision. With the intro of a Fox character to the MCU yes. that isn't Spider-Man. Yes. Spider-Man's not a Fox. That's Sony. Oh, Sony, I'm sorry. A Fox. Fox character, not a Yeah, my bad. I get confused at who owns what. Honestly, I yeah. apologize. Well, Disney owns everything. Well, now they own everything. Yeah, they're gonna own MGM. Maybe. What does MGM have? What are they? Bond. Bond. Oh yeah, we'll throw Bond James Bond as an Avenger. That's fine. <laughs> Daniel Craig's basically an Avenger already. It's cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This has been Comic Talk Six One Six. Thank you very much for listening on our ramblings and the post Super Bowl. Talk about WandaVision show. I'm Matt. I'm Steve. I'm Dave. Yeah. Comic talk.